Welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hey there, welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. Today, we are talking about dealing with sweets. Currently, I'm speaking about it as it relates to the holidays, but I really think it could be applied to any time, birthday parties, celebrations, or even if you just like baking or someone you live with does and you might find yourself surrounded by sweets. I wanted to thank a lot of you for a couple of weeks ago, I put out on stories how I can help you and an overwhelming amount of you requested help with dealing with sweets, specifically Haley, Quinn, Sabrina, Danielle, and many others of you. I first want to say, if you're listening to this in live time, the doors are currently open for Realign Community until tomorrow. What we're talking about today is one small part of what I do in the community. This upcoming month, we have many trainings, support sessions on managing all the various challenges that come up this time of year, or maybe even for you just cumulatively as 2020 has worn on. Get in now and join me to finish out the year. And I almost always feel like when people join that feeling of overwhelm or swimming upstream gets a lot clearer, it gets a lot easier, and you're not having to piece things together on your own. So DM me or click on the link in my Instagram bio if you have any questions or wonder if now is the right time. So before we jump into some of these strategies on dealing with sweets, I want to point out some signs that you might be triggering deprivation. And this is important to talk about because a lot of times the feelings we have about sweets, the emotions we have about sweets are as a result of some of our thoughts about it. So some signs that you might be triggering deprivation, and I'm not speaking of deprivation in the sense of you're not eating them, although that might be part of it. I'm also talking about psychological deprivation. Deprivation sets us up to obsess about things, try to find ways to compensate, or for some of us, most of us, overeating. So the first sign that you're triggering deprivation might be labeling yourself as out of control or indulging or eating all day, telling yourself you're only going to have one. When you want one, you're making yourself wait until later monitoring yourself for when you need to stop. So you might be saying things like, this is it. I can't have any more. This is the last, you know, I might as well just finish these. So that's where it kind of leads into telling yourself to get it in now as well. It kind of ups the ante and disconnects you from yourself. Focusing on when you will make up for it, whether that's, you know, imagining a grand clean eating plan next week or 
how much exercise you're going to need to do or meals you might need to skip leading up to and eating differently when no one is watching and stopping yourself because someone else has stopped or made a comment about themselves. So again, these are just some signs that you are using language and talking to yourself in a way that's setting you up to feel deprived, which for many of us will lead to overeating or the obsessive preoccupation. Again, it's not your fault. We've been taught things like this. We see the word indulgent on packages or no guilt when really, you know, these foods are just foods and they're not sinful. There's nothing wrong with eating them as some of these descriptors suggest. And a lot of the other things you might have been telling yourself are just a result of your own experiences based on these phenomenon. So I mentioned all this just because I want you to have a handle on where some of this is coming from within yourself, not to make you feel bad like you're doing anything wrong. So there is no right way to eat sweets. You could eat them all day, every single day, as far as I'm concerned. Truly, I don't know what's best for you. And, you know, as a dietitian, it's my job to share with you some ways that our body might be needing to be fed. Also, I'm sharing what I see in my community members and how these things play out in my work with people. So a couple things that you want to do to help you deal with sweets is you absolutely need to eat regular meals. If we think about like, let's say you usually have a bagel with avocado and eggs on it for breakfast and you wake up and you decide you're going to have some leftover chocolate chip cookies or some brownies. There's no way that two brownies is going to make up for or even four brownies, quote unquote, make up for your normal breakfast. You're just, it's going to take a lot to actually satisfy what your body needed. So always eating regular meals and just really conceptualizing how much a meal is also keeps our blood sugar consistent. It keeps our body consistent. It keeps our digestion consistent. And it's important for us to not be, you know, slipping into skipping meals here and there because primal hunger, when we're really hungry from missing meals, things can get really confusing. Then you wonder, oh my gosh, how could I have eaten eight of these? Well, you were super hungry and you're just trying to explain it to yourself mentally in a different way. So remember our body's physical needs and that we need meals. Another thing you can do is tuck sweets into meals and snacks. So kind of going along with what I was just talking about, Let's say you want a little something sweet after lunch and you're so excited because you still have some Reese cups. So you have a couple after you finish lunch and then it comes time for your afternoon snack and you're going to have some more again with, you know, something else that you might have eaten for a snack. So it's important that you're honoring your physical needs and allowing these sweets throughout the day. And this kind of leads me to the next way of dealing with sweets is that one is often not enough. I mean, we think about like a little chocolate chip cookie or a brownie or something like that. These things are not large and we tend to overestimate their nutritional content. And so for you, one is often not going to be enough. And so when we try to stick to one or just have one, we're already setting ourselves up to fail. Think of it like a food label. You're not going to have like one serving of something typically. Just another thing to think about when it comes to this part of feeding yourself and enjoying sweets as well. The next thing is to stay present and enjoy. 
So when I talk about staying present, I'm talking about mindful eating. I'm talking about you thinking about the flavor, the texture, chewing, being present, kind of the opposite way that we tend to eat when we're feeling guilty and we're in our heads. So really just staying in the moment with what you're eating is so helpful. It's not mindful eating as in, oh my gosh, I hope you realize that you only wanted three instead of four, but it's mindful eating to really taste the diminishing of flavor, to really connect with how good it is for you, like how much you're enjoying it, the texture, the taste, how it feels in your mouth and digestion, how you're noticing that is starting to to break down. So super important. I know that sounds kind of weird to talk about it that way, but it's true. The next strategy is to sample and see what you really like. A lot of times we get this idea that we don't want to quote unquote waste calories on sweets or something that we might not like. And we really need to kind of get out of that mentality and think about sampling and seeing what you like. Part of the process of healing your relationship with food is discovering what you actually enjoy. That's so important. So if you can be at a family member's house and walk up to the table and decide which of these things do I want to try, you try a little bit of each and then you decide, oh, I really liked that one. I want to go get a couple more of that. Or, oh, I liked that. I want to grab a couple more. And it's an easy opportunity to try some new things and explore a bit. I think this comes a little bit later in your food healing process when you've kind of moved out of that I'm annoyed, I can't get excited about these things, and more into when you're really discovering and starting to enjoy. So depending on where you are at, one might feel more relevant than the other. The next thing I want to talk about is assessing what's safe. So again, this might be speaking to you if you're earlier on in your journey, or maybe you have been skipping meals, or maybe you've really lost touch with what your body needs. This is personal for you if you are binging or regularly overeating foods. You know, I don't want you to be in a position where it's disrupting your confidence. And it might just be that you haven't built up. You know, when I was speaking about deprivation, you really need to have some healing with these foods. And when we're first eating them, it's exciting and it's hard to stop. So you can work up to these. I talk about this in episode eight signs you're at risk to overeat and what to do about it. I have a step-by-step process in exposing yourself to these foods so that you can be excited about them and be challenged by what you're eating, but not in a way that is really overwhelming or anxiety producing, or you're going to end up binging and this will disrupt your trust and confidence in this process. So check that out. If you've been listening to these tips thinking, well, I do overeat, I do binge. Start there and then integrate some of these tips with what I talk about in that episode, okay? The next one is keep it big picture. So when we talk about the holidays or birthday parties or whatever we might be doing to celebrate, or again, if you just like to bake and want to have this stuff around sometimes, is we want to keep it big picture. How many days out of the year are we talking? You know, is it 14? Is it 21? Is it 30? Out of 365 days a year, we need to remember that all foods have good qualities and single days, meals, snacks are not going to negatively impact our health. And the more we can stay present and mindful and enjoy these foods, the more we're going to get from them, the more satisfaction, the more enjoyment. 
So last but not least, I want to have you remind yourself that it's normal to eat sweets during the holidays and beyond that, it's okay to be excited about them, like them, and want to keep eating them. I think we have these kind of puritanical, moralistic views of food that it's so sinful to enjoy sweets or this is so bad, this is so wrong. And we need to remember that all foods that are carbohydrates are going to break down into sugar. And if you have diabetes or another health condition, then that's different. You're going to be eating these things and also pairing them with foods that help you feel your best. You have still 100% permission to eat them. It doesn't change anything. It just may be how do you time them with regular meals like I was talking about before and snacks so that your blood sugar swings aren't making you feel unwell or messing with your energy levels. Again, same thing goes, your A1C, that's an average of your blood sugar over three months. So one meal, one snack is not going to make or break that. And for the rest of us, we might feel that because our bodies have changed or we've gained weight, we don't have permission to eat sweets. And that's simply not true. These things, changes with our weight aren't always a sign that we are eating too much and therefore we you know, don't have it in our you know, repertoire or permission or wiggle room, however you might want to view that to enjoy sweets. It's not this you know, idea that you're going to gain so much weight and it's just all so out of control. It's part of our lives. It's part of the cyclical part of the year. The holidays are a special time for a reason, and it's okay to have these foods. I hope some of these strategies really help you and get you thinking about some things, putting these things into place, reminding yourself of these things, eating regularly to really take care of yourself as you are having sweets over the holidays. It's really important for us to have. I know balance has become kind of a bad word with diet culture, but when I say balance, what I'm talking about here is balance of enjoying and having really delicious food, not putting a cap on it. For most of us, we're learning how to balance it by bringing it in and giving ourselves permission to really eat food just because we want it and because we like it and because it tastes good. Anyways, that leaves us here. And as a reminder, if you are interested in more strategies around some of these things with social eating and holidays, celebrations, the cart is still open to join my membership. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode and if there's anything else you want me to talk about leading into the new year. I've enjoyed being here with you today and until next time. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.